Welcome to We Got Goals, a podcast by asweatlife.com on which we talk to high achievers about their goals. I'm Gina Anderson Cohen, founder and CEO of A Sweat Life. And today I had the honor of speaking to two guests at once, Bonnie McKelly and Tracy Romer, founders of Shred 415. And it was really only appropriate that I spoke to them at the same time because their professional career, uh, or at least their professional career since founding Shred 415 has been together. They speak on this episode about founding uh, the fitness franchise that is now sweeping the nation and soon the world, hint, hint, as friends and how their friendship has sort of evolved along the years. Um, I think the reason why I was so looking forward to recording this episode is because the two of them are really inseparable. And you'll sort of hear it in the way that they answer questions and the way that they sort of lean on each other for their strengths, uh, as well as they sort of hold each other up too. There are a couple of points in the interview which I found it really interesting. Uh, they'll refer to their children that they have, um, each one of them separately, as our kids. <laughs> so they've they've created a, a sort of family together at Shred 415, um, where they're really sisters and, and they've got um, a nice community boosting them along the way. They lift each other up as well as empower instructors to help build the brand, both in the locations that they founded in Chicago and in locations that are opening as, as franchisees across the country. I think you'll really love this episode and we'll find inspiration in the way they've started and built a fitness franchise. So here I am with Bonnie and Tracy. Girl, sit, I'll be on the road. I'll be back. I'm just reaching for a goal. So don't be upset when I'm this is Gina Anderson Cohen on the We Got Goals podcast. Today we have two guests. You may know them as Bonnie and Tracy, but it's Bonnie McKelly and Tracy Romer of Shred 415. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having us. Um, you can't see us at home, but in the room, everyone is ear to ear smiles uh, because <laughs> Bonnie and Tracy are just delightful to be around. Every time I'm around them, they're like smiling and having a great time. Um, and the best of friends. Uh, I would love to know how you two met before starting the now nationwide franchise Shred 415. So I'll take it. This is Tracy. I um, actually met Bonnie in line at Starbucks uh, 12 years ago. So we are in Lincoln Park, Chicago. We just moved into a new development. I went to our local grocery store that had a Starbucks in line. Uh, inside, I should say, and um, I was pregnant with my second child. I had a girl at home already, and I swore I was having a boy. So I was on the search for boy names, and Bonnie was standing in front of me, holding her son at the time, who was a year old. And um, just how she is right now, she was beautiful, smiling, <laughs> and um, her son was cooing, and I couldn't help but ask what her son's name was. And um, she said Fletcher, and I said, wow, that's a really awesome name. <laughs> so um, we chatted, we got our coffees, and we parted ways, and I went home, and I told my husband that I found a name for our unborn son, and it was going to be Fletcher. <laughs> And um, as much as he loved the name Fletcher, he had many other names picked out um, that he wanted to name our son. Um, and I walked out the front door the next day, and in comes Bonnie driving into our new development. And I said, oh my gosh, I cannot name my son Fletcher. Um, that's my neighbor, and, um, you know, I can't steal her name. So... 
Um, I ended up having a girl. I have three girls. Um, so we never named our son anything because we didn't have one. <laughs> Bonnie and I then became fast friends. So as our kids would play in the alleys, um, we would talk about everything fitness. And I can let Bonnie take it from there. But that's how we met. Yeah, that's how we met. We just couldn't believe that um, we talked about fitness. Tracy had been in the fitness industry for a long time, and I was just getting in the fitness industry, and we couldn't believe something as simple simple as treadmills and strength did not exist in Chicago, and we put our heads together and said, let's do this. So, Tracy, I know that you worked for a long time at Bally's and other um, big players in the fitness industry. Yeah, I worked uh. at PowerPlate as well. Um, so I kind of saw both sides of the fitness industry um, kind of on the forefront of working with clients and teaching classes. And um, at Valley, I also um, ran their nutrition department. So I was director of their nutrition, um, trying to help them create like nutrition in a box for their um, Valley clients as they came in. To me, that's fascinating because you've been, you've seen this industry change so much, so much. over the years. Um, before, before we jump into more questions, I want to know like, what, what has been the most incredible change you've seen? You know, what's interesting is everything comes back full circle. <laughs> I feel like we're back in this full circle cycle where we started with big box gyms and people were paying memberships and, um, I feel today where when we opened Tread for 15 eight years ago, it was all about kind of classes and purchasing classes and not feeling committed to a certain boutique um, and being able to have flexibility. And I feel that there's a lot more competition in the playing field now and we've all kind of come back to trying to capture our clients and um, have recurring revenue and memberships. Yeah, and I'm interested, Bonnie, what got you into fitness and what made you want to make it a career? Um, so, yeah, my background's not as exciting. However, <laughs> it's um, exciting. I always was into fitness. I used to take my friends to the gym in college, um, only the few ones that wanted to work out. but um, And I would take them through workouts because I had worked out with a personal trainer when I was home in the summers. And um, so when I got out of college, I was a computer programmer, and I would travel five days a week as a consultant. And the only thing that kept me happy is I would get up every day at 4.45 a.m. and I would actually go to a valley <laughs> when I was in Detroit, when I traveled to Detroit, and I would work out every single morning. Um, and it really kept me going. So fitness has always been a really big part of my life. Um, I realized that I wanted it to be a career when I had had both my kids and um, started teaching a bar class. And the second I got behind the mic, I was like, this is exactly what I want to do. Um, at that time, Tracy and I had already been friends and had already been chatting about in the alleys with our kids. And, and so that's how Shred evolved into what it is. I mean, Tracy, I would have her come in and take my bar class when I was just practicing and be like, do you have any feedback? Because I knew she had taught for years, right? So she and I would take classes together or take each other's classes. And we both knew we had this shared love for fitness. I did not know that you taught bar. I did. I used to teach bar as well. And I loved it because yeah. it was just like torture that you can inflict on other people. <laughs> I know. It was really fun. Where did you teach bar? Yeah. I was at the Daily Method. Oh, so fun. Yeah. So I have to know, um, some people gave advice that you should never work with your friends and some people also give advice that you should never work with your spouse. Um, <laughs> Bonnie, you do both. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm interested how your friendship has evolved um, from being friends and having this great idea to being friends who are building a, a, a brand that's taking the world by storm? 
You know, I think we're sisters at this point. I feel like she's my second <laughs> husband, right? And also working with my husband. Um, but I think the one, you know, when we partnered, we were good friends and um, you never know how you're going to work with someone, even your husband, right? Yeah. Um, but I, it was like this yin and yang. The second we worked together, it was such an incredible partnership from day one. I think we always have each other's best interests in mind. And, you know, I was watching something and I heard someone say, it's like, I'm happy when she's happy. Like I want to, we both want the best for each other. And I think that that is so critical for a partnership. So, yeah, I agree. I think that also we started this um, when we were more mature. <laughs> so we weren't super young when we started this and um, there wasn't this jealousy or resentment. Um, if one did something better than the other, we had this mutual respect for one another. And I think that is a learned trait. Absolutely. It, it comes from, I think, from seeing a lot of people succeed around you and being like, I can't fight this. I've got to join it. Take your battles. Mm -hmm. And so you've grown the business um, initially owning all of the studios and now you're franchising. Um, can you talk a little bit about the choice to do that and, and how you see the brand growing? Yes, it was... Um, Probably, how long ago? Three years ago? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was three years ago where we kind of came to this critical mass where we needed to figure out what we were going to do. We um, were receiving emails and phone calls from people all over the country wanting us to get to their town, their city, their state, and um, we just didn't have the capacity to do so and do it quick enough. So we kind of started uh, throwing the word franchise out to the universe, and um, I'm a big believer when you throw something out to the universe, the universe answers. And uh, miraculously, we um, were at EY, we were Entrepreneurs of the Year um, for the Chicago, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, area, I guess is what I'm trying to say, the Chicago area and um, for the emerging brand. Um, so we won and Bonnie and I were invited to Palm Springs for this big event that EY puts on. And um, Ellen Latham, the founder of Orange Theory was there and she was as lovely and as gracious to us. And um, we sat down and had a meeting with her and she told us everything about how she started franchising Orange Theory. And we walked away from that meeting and we kind of looked at each other and said, you know, there's no reason why we shouldn't be doing this. If we want to grow our brand nationwide and we want this brand awareness and we want everyone to experience Shred, we should franchise. Wow, what what a life-changing connection to make, too. It yeah, was. It was crazy. Yeah, was yeah crazy. she was really sweet. <laughs> yeah, and also EY being Entrepreneur of the Year, and it was also on the heels of Entrepre Entrepreneur of the Year in Chicago with Cranes, too. Yes. Yeah. Um, back to back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so let's talk about your goals. Um, I'd love to know what was a big goal that you accomplished in the past? Why was it important to you? And how did you get there? This can be separate or together. Yeah, I think, um, you know, as I said, I started teaching a bar class and that's the first time I really got the itch. The second I started teaching, I was like, oh gosh, I want to open my own studio and I don't want to do it alone. And um, it was perfect because Tracy and I had always kind of tossed around the idea. And so I think that being a past goal of mine is to is to have that and then together our own goal of taking this across the country, which I, we can say that we've done today, which is really cool. And I'm, I'll dig in a little bit on this too, Bonnie. Um, I'm curious, going from teaching classes to owning a studio, what were those moments of, oh shit, uh, for you? <laughs> 
um, when we're holding babies in the kids' room. <laughs> Rolling towels and working when someone didn't show up and all those crazy first-year pains that we had, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and hiring instructors, I'm sure, um, has been interesting as well or exciting, too. Yeah, that part's been really fun. Really exciting. We really didn't have problems finding instructors. In fact... Uh, Fadil, who is a very loved um, Chicago instructor here and also on um, Body Franchise and is moving to Seattle and opening up his franchise oh, wow. there. But I love the story of finding Fadil. We didn't really know how to find instructors when we opened up our first Shred 415, so we did put an ad in Craigslist, <laughs> and Fadil answered it. Good. And he came in, and he was the only one that we kept. <laughs> Yeah, it was fascinating. Yeah. I wish we would have videotaped that. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> if we could go back in time. <laughs> Eight years ago. I know. So, Tracy, what about you? So, I think, um, like Bonnie, I remember I left Ballet Total Fitness, and then I went and worked for PowerPlay, and then came back full circle and was trying to go back to Ballet Total Fitness um, before Shred for 15 was ever a thought. And I remember being in an interview um with uh, the COO of the company and he asked me basically if you're so good at what you do why haven't you done this on your own <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of always stuck with me although I was very upset with the question yeah. um, but it always stuck with me and, I, and when I met Bonnie and we started talking about you know all things fitness and what would we do if we put our heads together and opened up our own studio that stuck in the back of my mind, and, you know, I kind of want to go back to him and be like, <laughs> see? <laughs> Jack, did it. What, did, what did you answer? How did you answer that question? I said, well, I, as we all know, opening up a studio is not easy, and to have a second person help you with the operations um, is going to make it that much better. And at the time, I just said, I know how much it takes. I've, I've ran that you know, health clubs. And I know, I mean, I'm in there from, you know, eight o'clock in the morning until eight o'clock at night. It's a, it's a hard job. And I can't even imagine what it would take for me to do on my own. Yeah. yeah. And so you guys have each other, um, which is incredible uh, because I know we've talked to a lot of folks who've started businesses alone um, and the early years can be tough and lonely. Um, Did you guys experience any loneliness or did you always have each other to lean on? Yeah, we always had each other. We were so lucky. I mean, down to anything, you get invited to an event or we're asked to speak on a panel or anything where we're around other entrepreneurs or other students that are there by themselves a little nervous and we're like, well, I got her, we're fine, you know. (laughs) We always had that and and that was something that we knew going in. Like, we both always had that dream of opening up our own studio and we both didn't want to do it alone, right? So it just, it just worked out amazing. We're really lucky. So from idea um, to opening, how long did it take? Gosh, it was like the summer of 2010 and we opened eight months later. So we opened in April. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. We just did not look back. We literally were in our back alley. I'll never forget it. And we, I think we were eating pizza or something. They had like plates around and we were talking and we were like, let's do this. Both of us said it. And we just never looked back. And I think that's another reason why our partnership has worked out so well. We've always shared that goal. We always wanted to take this brand nationwide. From the beginning, you knew you wanted to go nationwide with this thing. Yeah. We always knew we wanted more than one. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So, okay, so here you are today, and a part of Shred 415 that has always been a part of the business has been the 
the kids' room and the focus on uh, empowering working parents to get in their workout. Um, what made it so important to you to include that? I mean, you're both working moms. <laughs> And we both had small kids. Mm -hmm. um, our youngest was um, three uh, when we opened, so it was really important that we were able to bring the kids into the studio when we were working. Um, and another reason why we opened Tread for 15 and kind of why we partnered is we wanted the flexibility to be working moms and not be half in, half out, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like when you have a corporate position as a female, you're always one foot in the door and one foot out because you never know where to put a hundred percent right so you kind of have to split it and you never feel like you're doing anything well um, so that kids room was huge for us it's a huge differentiation point for us as well yeah and we just love seeing all these moms I mean they just are so empowered they come in they've had their babies it's really hard we know I mean becoming a mom is really tough work especially a first-time mom and to have them be able to come in get their workout in have 60 minutes all to themselves like to not even have to think about anything um, and then they come out and they feel good they look good and it's pretty awesome to see these new moms looking so amazing and it was really important to us that we would not interrupt any mom <laughs> or dad with a screaming child so we, <laughs> yeah. so we would sit there and bounce the children on our laps um, and we would do everything yeah. to keep from going into the room to grab the parent out um, and maybe we we would fight over <laughs> If we saw a certain child being walked down the street, we'd be like, your turn. <laughs> Oh my, I remember vividly as a child going to ballets with my mom. Yeah, and going into the kids' room and like knowing it was a fun place for me to go. But I do, my mom told stories of getting pulled out of aerobics. Um, back, yeah, back when aerobics was a thing because um, not me, of course, my sister um, was misbehaving. It probably actually was me if you're, <laughs> if you're listening, Nicole. Um, one of us was misbehaving and she had to get pulled out of class, um, which I know was awful for her because right. she was there for the hour. Right. Um, so it's awesome that you guys empower parents to stay in class. I So I've met one of each of your daughters um, at a summer camp last year. Um, and the reason why it stuck with me was because I knew they were going to be there uh, because I'd just gotten off a phone call with you. Um, and so I mentioned your names um, as I gave a talk to see what they would do to figure out who they were in the room. And both of them gasped with so much pride. It it was the most adorable thing. I honestly, telling this, I could cry. And they're not my kids. I know, like, they're not my kids. Um, so I'm, I'm curious, like, how you're impacting so many young women's lives, your daughters, as well as other young entrepreneurs. Um, how are you, how are you sort of mentoring others and how have you seen your business acumen and your life as business women impact your daughters? Loaded question, guys. Yeah. I make you cry. Then I make you ask a question and then I make you answer a big question. So I think it's um, really important um, to both of us that we do empower these female of the future, right? Um, I don't know. I did. My mother worked, um, and she empowered me, and I think I saw it because my mom um, was a single mother for quite some time and was a full-time working mother. I saw what she could do, and I knew I could also do that. And I just want my children to know that they too can do whatever they set their minds out to do and they are an equal to a boy another girl um, and um, I just want them to feel loved and I want them to feel um, 
that we are there for them at all times. And I think that I do that with every child I come across, that I always make sure that they know that they are important. Um, there's this little girl that dances with my two daughters, and she is always there. Um, and she's always supporting my girls and every other child out there. And I just, you know, I walk up to her and I just, I tell her, I go, I want to let you know that I have been watching you and I just love your personality and I love what you're doing and don't ever let anyone take that away from you. Mm. So I do it that way. I think mm -hmm. when I see people and I see how they're acting, I'm like, you know what, this is pretty powerful. I love that. Yeah, I, I, everything that Tracy said, I also just love that they're surrounded by fitness and they mm -hmm. see fitness as a fun thing. They see that fitness can be a career and they see how great it is to feel good about yourself. Um, I think it's amazing that they've all grown up with Shred and, and have had fitness a part of their lives. Uh, a few weeks ago, we had the daughter of the founder of Jazzercise on the podcast, which was super fun because she stepped into that role to lead the company as her as her mom continued to run the company or at least um, oversee some of the strategy. Do you think your daughters have aspirations to step into your shoes one day? Well, S and T. So I have a Sam and she has a Tess. Mm -hmm. and they're besties, and S and T say that they're going to take. <laughs> I love Unknown that. to the other children. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, my daughter, Reese, she's a freshman, and she is now kind of following in our footsteps. So much like Bonnie in high school, I was the one. I was one of the younger ones in my class, so I was the last one to drive. So I'd always beg my friends to take me to jazzercise <laughs> so we could work out. Um, but my youngest daughter, I mean, my oldest daughter, is um, now taking her girlfriends to the gym. I love that oh, I just did an ab exercise workout with all of my friends. Aww. And now my tennis coach is asking me to lead, you know, the warm-up. Oh, my God, so that's awesome. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, so maybe she will become an instructor as well and then um, run the company. <laughs> Sky's the limit. Yeah. Um, should we talk about the future? Yes. Let's do it. I would love to know what is a big goal that you're working on achieving or you're thinking about setting for the future? How are you going to get there and why is it important to you? Global. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Go global. Yeah, so I think that you know we said we wanted to be nationwide from the beginning, and now our biggest goal is to be global. We can't Ooh. wait to take Shred to every you know city that we can. Um, we feel like Shred is such an incredible workout. It empowers females. It empowers males. Um, it's such a great, efficient, effective 60 minutes. You're in, you're out for a busy person. Everyone's so busy now um, that we can't wait to get it to every city in the world. Wow. Where do you start with a global goal? <laughs> Probably, I mean, I would say Canada, uh, maybe England, London, um, areas that we can go in. We can speak English. Yep. Um, that's probably the easiest to do. Um, but yeah, so I think right now we're just setting up our infrastructure so we could um, work towards those goals and make that happen. That's so incredible. Um, and I, I know that franchising on a global scale is not easy. Yeah, right. it's, <laughs> so, a whole new, it's a whole different animal. So what, as, as you're sort of encountering challenges and overcoming obstacles, because I know that's the business of what you do, you overcome these obstacles and that's why no one stopped you. Um, so I'm curious, what has been something that you saw as an, in, or maybe a, a challenge that you didn't foresee in the years of creating Shred 415? 
I just, I don't think that when we, when we opened Shroud in the first few years, we could never have anticipated how crowded the market would get. So I think that is a, a big challenge that we're overcoming in the process. I think everybody in fitness now is. Um, we believe in what we do and we're never going to change that. So it's not something that, you know, we're, we haven't overcome or aren't continuing to overcome. Um, but I, you know, I definitely think that taking this brand across the country and then, you know, trying to achieve our goal globally. It's something that we can't get to just yet, but it's definitely something that we're going to work towards. Yeah. And I know you have instructors that are, are taking it. You talked about Fadil. Yeah. Um, and you've had other instructors take it to other markets yes, too. We have. Um, how many instructors have we had? Let's see. Gosh, I don't know. Five maybe? Yes. Five or six. Yeah. It's been awesome. It's like either shredders or instructors or someone from our team that has opened up. Um, we have Kathleen who just opened up her first Louisville studio. She's doing un unbelievable. It's just so awesome to see our brand not only grown to other cities, but actually carried on like the way that we would have it open. Which speaks volumes to the culture you've created, uh, because the fact that not only are they dedicating an hour a day or whatever amount of time it is to teaching, they're thinking about how they can bring it into their lives and start their own company um, with the brand you've created. So you're you're creating like a sea of entrepreneurs. Yes, <laughs> you are. And it was awesome. Uh, what have there been? So far, you've got studios open in Denver, in Louisville. Where else? I know this is going to be a, a harder question to answer South soon. Carolina, Sterling, Virginia, uh, San Ramon, California, Milwaukee, and Columbus. And Columbus. Yeah, I think we. Yeah, I think we just nailed them all. Wow, and tons coming online. So we've opened nine. Um, we have eleven slated to open uh, this year. Uh, we've sold eighty-five franchises. <laughs> Guys. You guys. That's <laughs> yeah, crazy. So what, what's incredible about all of this is it started from uh, just a genuine desire yes. to do what you loved um, and then a genuine desire to spread what you loved. And now you're just sort of like empowering people and watching it grow. Um, what sort of impact have you had? Are you hearing already from the franchisees about like how it's impacting their lives, their families, their community? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we we feel it from, you know, all of their Instagram posts and um, the community that they're creating. I mean, the coolest thing for us is, you know, we visited both our Milwaukee studios and each one had the feeling like it did of, a, of our first studio. And that's what's so incredible as you walk in and you're like, God, you guys have done it. This feels amazing in here. Your community is, is already created. And it's awesome to see our brand carry on into all these different communities that aren't just in Chicago. Yeah. And to have people thank us, not not the franchisees, but the clients, right, who come up to us when we're visiting these new studios and just thank us for this awesome workout and how their lives have changed now that they're a shredder. So along the way, um, as you open all of these studios, you've also partnered with a lot of brands uh, and you've also just collaborated a lot. How do you, at this point, choose the brands you want to partner with and choose your collaborations? That's a great question. I think a lot of it is just um, choosing like-minded brands um, that we collaborate with, that people that we um, know are true people and brands that are true brands. Um, I think that's, you know, I, I would love to tell you that we're super strategic about it. <laughs> and I'd love to tell you that we're super strategic about everything we've done. With <laughs> but a lot of it is just using um, our, our head and our mind and following our heart and, um, you know, we, we like to give back and we like to be kind and we like to treat our clients and our brands that we collaborate with, you know, with kindness. 
another thing that I, I think has really stood up stood out as you've grown over the years is just the people who are teaching and who have left corporate jobs um, to come in and instruct with you. Like Sean Higgins yes. is an incredible example. I could talk about his story all day. He was a corporate attorney first? He was. Yeah. He was. Bonnie actually saw him on day one maybe of his shred Yeah. Journey. And then I saw him six months later. He came into the Old Town studio and I looked at him, I was like, oh my gosh, I did not know him all at all. I'm like, Sean, you look amazing. He's like, thanks, I've lost 25 pounds. And I'm like, oh my God, we have to make you our first shredder of the month. We've been, Trace and I have been talking about doing this for two years. We're going to do it with you. He's like, okay. And then he turned shredder of the month, who turned an instructor, who left his job and now works for us corporately. Then you've got Mark. Yes, Mark. Um, who was working in finance? Is that right? No, he was. Well, back in the day, he was um, accounting, I think mm -hmm. it was. Um, mm -hmm. And then he, you know, Mark is a, another great story. We met Mark. He um, was selling his Mark Bar at the mm -hmm. time. And uh, he came into the studio. And I didn't know it at the time, but I lived in San Fran, and so did he. And when he gave me his phone number because I told him I would buy some bars for him as long as he came back and took a class. And um, he gave me his, his phone number, and it was 415. And I said, oh, my God, do you live in San Francisco? And so we started talking about San Francisco, and it turns out we were there basically at the same time. We just never knew each other. Um, and then he came in. I said, look, I will buy some bars for you, from you if you would teach for us, because I knew he was an instructor. And um, I said, you just need to meet Bonnie. And back in the day... The interesting thing about Mark is we did not have a training program. We literally <laughs> brought Mark in oh, yeah. and we threw him to the wolves yes. and we said, you can teach this class. And so he <laughs> no training. He had a full class. It was a 9.45 on a Tuesday. We were in it and he just stopped mid-class and goes, God, Bonnie and Tracy make this look easy. This is so hard. <laughs> loved it. I mean, it was awesome. He literally took one class and we're like, hey, you're teaching. It was great. He's same, awesome. Yeah, and same thing with Jeremy Walton. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Uh, what was he doing before? He was a trainer at David Barton. I mm. was the general manager at David Barton, and I left, and um, I didn't talk to Jeremy after I left because I opened Treadcore 15. I didn't want any, you know, conflict of interest going on, so... I told him, when you end up leaving David Barton, come and, you know, find me. And so he did. He said, I'm going out on my own. I'm going to train on my own. I'm like, great, come on in, and we'll get you set up to teach. And so same thing. We brought him in, no training, and threw him to the wolves. And I, yeah. I think he ended, like, 15 minutes early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, but look at them now. Yeah, they're, they're directors. Yeah, directors. Yeah. yeah, they have fixed the problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're like, we're not making everyone. Yeah, so now they have created an awesome training program. Yeah. Well, what? So there's a lot happening at Tread 415. We've talked a lot about your goals, a lot about where you're going as you spread across the globe. What haven't we talked about that you want to make sure listeners know about when it comes to you, your brand, and how you work together? Talk about the app. Oh, let's talk about the app. <laughs> and where they can find us. So Bonnie and Tracy have a channel on the Sweatworking app where yeah. you can find some of their workouts, not all of them. You have to find them in real life too. Um, and you can take on a version of what you would find at a Shred 415 wherever you are. Amazing. Yes. <laughs> and if you are thinking about franchising and want to be mm -hmm. part of an incredible brand, go to our website, shred415.com slash franchising. Incredible. Thank you so much for joining me, for inspiring um, all sorts of people, um, and for creating Shred 415. Oh, 
Thank you. Oh, this was so fun. Yeah, this was so fun. Thank you. Girl, I said I'll be on the road. I'll be back. I'm just reaching for a goal. So don't be upset when I'm not around. Just know I'll be back, so no need to frown. This podcast is a SweatLife.com production. And it's another thing that's better with friends. So please, share it with yours. You can subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. And if you have a chance to leave us a rating or review while you're there, we would really appreciate it. Special thanks to Jay Mono for our theme music, to our two guests this week, Bonnie McKelly and Tracy Romer, to Tech Nexus for the recording studio, thanks to Ryan Deffitt for editing, and of course, an extra special thanks to you, our listeners. <laughs>